All right, starting to gear up for football season as the Giants will be kicking it off preseason tomorrow against the Browns. The Jets starting up Friday against the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, we have uh, the great pleasure to be joined right now by Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants. Uh, it is Antrell Roll. And uh, Antrell, thanks for joining you with Pete McCarthy, Sal Licata. How are you? Uh, everything is well. Yourself? Yeah, everything's great over here. How's, uh, how's post-NFL life treating you? Oh, it's great. You know, uh, three three babies under three years old, so it's <laughs> my time. But I'm I'm enjoying the, the the fatherhood and just um, you know, just spend some some much needed time with the family. What what's tougher, uh, training camp or chasing three uh <laughs> three and a half year olds and unders around? Uh training camp has nothing on this path. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet you those three year olds are more elusive than uh, some of the players at training camp, Antrell. Oh my goodness, man! They don't stop. You know, I have to have my son who's three and my twin girls. They're they're one years old, and uh, you know they're catching up to a three year old very fast. So they keep me pretty busy. I bet, I bet. Uh, are you uh, you follow the Giants much these days? Or are th- is that the team that you lock in on? If anybody around the league? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I definitely lock into them more than uh, any other team across the league. Uh, so I've been following them. Uh, I wouldn't say thoroughly, but uh, you know, I've been I've been in here and there. What are your expectations for them this year? They decided to you know, stick, give it an, another run with Eli Manning rather than maybe take a quarterback at the top of this draft when they had the opportunity. Do you think that that's the kind of decision that will pay off for them? Uh, absolutely. I think Eli still has a lot of good football left in him. And, uh, you know, with some core key guys around him, uh, you know, as uh, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, which I feel was, was, the, was the phenomenal pick of the draft. Um, I, I feel like uh, you know those guys can go out there and get some things done. I'm looking for a 10 plus win season easily. You think they could bounce back that quickly, Antro, off of a disastrous last year with you know Ben McAdoo and all that went on? Uh, you think the Giants could bounce back and get double digits already this year? Uh, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, I feel like Coach Sherman is putting those guys in the right position to make plays. Uh, just speaking to a few of those guys there, you know they love the attitude, they love the atmosphere. I think you know they love the new culture, the coaching organization. I think it's just it's a brand new feeling, it's a brand new team. You know these guys is going out there with a different mentality and and having amnesia. You know when you're talking about last year, which is something that all football players must have at some point in their career, and just going out there and, and playing football and doing everything they need to do to, to be successful. You know, one thing, Antrell, that stood out to me this year so far, I know it's early, but it's been Odell Beckham Jr. He's had the right attitude. I mean, over the years, he's rubbed me the wrong way. I know what he is as a player athletically and all-world talent. I get that. But his attitude hasn't always been the best. I mean, you've played in this town. You've won a Super Bowl here. You know what it takes to be a winner. I feel like Beckham hasn't had that yet. But now, when he wants his contract, new leadership with Gettleman and Shermer, he seems to be doing the right thing. Do you believe that Odell Beckham Jr., maybe has matured here for the New York Giants? Well, you know, Odell and myself have had uh, several conversations uh, throughout his career, through more, more importantly, you know, throughout this offseason and ongoing process through his injury. And, uh, you know, we didn't really speak too much about the contract situation. You know, the things that we spoke more about was, you know, maturity and growth and what it's going to take for him to be the best player, which he ultimately wants to be. And uh, I think right now he's making all the strides. He's doing all the right things necessary. And uh, more importantly, uh, off the field, I-, I just think that his mindset is in a different place. You know, sometimes you can't control what things happen around you. You can't control the surroundings around you. You can't control what people want to put out in the media. But you can control your own outcome. You can control your own destiny. I think that's the part that he's taking under his wing. 
And uh, as far as football, he's doing all the right things I feel like necessary that he should have done. What's the most important thing for him to show the Giants, let's say, as an organization this year as he, he shows up to camp? Well, I think he's already shown the Giants everything that anyone could ever ask for. You know, he's been there. He's been a part of the program. He's been putting his, his foot forward and, you know, just being another teammate and trying to be a leader, you know, even with, uh, you know, the injury situation. I think that he's handled the contract situation um, as best as he could have, you know, at this point in time. Uh, you know, we all have our opinions about how the contract situation should be handled as well as he may have his own opinions, but, uh, you know, Less, he's been handling himself as 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 a true gentleman, as a true uh, competitor, and more important as a true teammate. Talk about former Giant safety, Super Bowl champion, Antrell Roll. You know, one more from me on Odell. I, w- I forget about the contract. He's going to deserve a lot of money. He'll get a lot of money. I want to know, Antrell, how you would have handled a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. on your team acting out the way that he has, you know, to be selfish over the years, costing teams with stupid celebrations and penalties and getting into fights and all that. To me, he was a selfish player. I know you wouldn't have probably tolerated that, uh, but how would you handle that if you had a player acting out the way that Odell Odell Beckham Jr. has at times selfishly over the years? Well, you know, I, I don't necessarily look at it as, as him being a selfish player. I look at him as being a player that wears his emotions on his sleeves and not maybe knowing how to handle it in the right situations all the time. Um, but, you know, you have, what people fail to understand is that at this point in time, we're talking about a 22, 23-year-old man mm. who has had all the success of anyone in the league and, and arguably the most popular player in the NFL. That's a lot. You know, you can't speak on that. I can't speak on that because we've never, ever been in that situation. So that's a lot for one man to handle. So to go out there and sometimes when he let his emotion out, you never know what he's letting out. But the only thing I would have tried to control and help him out with as a player is to just understand the situation. You know, you don't want to put your team in, in any vulnerable situations. You don't want to hurt the team. And, you know, if you want to let your, let your steam out, let it out between the white lines, you know, mm-hmm. just – tone it down a little bit and just understand that we are a team. But as far as his emotion, I mean, I, I, I would love to play with a guy with that type of emotion and that type of fire every day of the week because in my career, I've had a lack of that, you know, in a lot of times in my career. So to have a guy with that type of passion, you know, I would really appreciate it. How do you think you'd go at a guy like Odell in practice? You know, it's training camp, it's hot, it's a long day. How are you handling that? Oh, well, you know, hey, when, when, when I'm between the white lines, you know, there are no friends. You know, <laughs> it's the best of the best. We go out there and we battle and we make each other better. And, you know, that's why I appreciated Victor Cruz so much in my time with the Giants because I know he made me that much of a better nickel back. He made me that much of a better safety because that guy was so elusive and he challenged me each and every single down. And we challenged each other and we made each other that much better. Would you be trash talking during the practices with, say, Victor Cruz? Like, how how serious would it get, even though you're teammates, when you are practicing and, and going through the dog days of training camp? You know, one thing about it, I mean, it, it would get serious. You know, I mean, we were competitors, and I did not want him to catch a single pass, and I'm pretty sure he did not want me to break up a single pass. So it got serious, and we competed at the highest level, but it was always love. At the end of each whistle blowing in practice, it was always love. It's always helping each other up, patting each other. But man, that was a hell of a route. Man, how? What did you do? What did you see? It was always extreme competition, but that was always my brother. At the end of the day, you know, we never ever 
took it beyond football. At least as long as he wasn't doing the salsa in your face right afterwards, right? <laughs> no, no, hell no. I wasn't going to play that. Time. <laughs> We're talking about Antrell Roll, Super Bowl champion for the Giants. Antrell, you know what? Look, I loved watching you play. I love hearing you speak because your passion comes through. And one guy I love watching now in that secondary has been Landon Collins. Uh, Landon Collins. He is a beast. I mean, one of the best safeties in the game. What have you seen from him in his young career so far that makes you think he could be a star? Well, he's, in my opinion, he's already a star. I just think he can be much of a he's, he can be a much brighter star. Um, you know, I think the guy he he's he's taken some huge strides from his first year to his second year. And uh, you know, I don't think that he had his best year last year. I think his second year was hands hands down his better year. Mm-hmm. But you know, this year looking back to him getting back to those to those forms and uh, and just understanding that you don't have to do too much. Understand your strengths and weaknesses as a safety because he has a lot of them. You know, he's a guy, he he can do many things back there in a the safety position. But I like seeing him up close around the ball. You know, I think his second year he was able to roam a little bit more and get his hands on a few balls. And I think he ended up with six, five interceptions that year. So I'm looking back, I'm looking forward to him having a dominant season and to be more of a leader. You know, I'm looking forward to him leading that defense because I think the defense is his to command. You know, I want to ask you about another safety here in New York. and I don't know how much you get to watch the Jets, but but Jamal Adams, a high draft pick out of LSU. I'll get that SEC school right. But uh, <laughs> uh, how about, you know, he's been outspoken. He was willing to you know, kind of trash talk Josh Allen a little bit on Twitter. He had a, a Bleach Report um, interview recently where he talked about the culture with the Jets that everybody was used to losing and that when he came in, he was trying to push guys a little bit and, and change that culture. How tough is that to do as a young player? And I'm sure you were an outspoken guy, and you were talking about how you wanted guys to compete more in practice, to uh, to put yourself out there in that way, and and to try to become a, a leader so young in a guy's career. Well, you know, I, I don't think there's any timetable for leadership. I think uh, leadership is, is is shown and proven by example. Um, you know, for a young guy like himself, for him to go out there and step out on that limb, um, you know, I definitely commend him because that that takes that takes a lot of you know, courage to step out there at such a young age. But coming from a, a you know, winning program as LSU, you know, and, and I remember coming from my collegiate program, you know, where I may have lost, you know, four four games, five games, you know, my entire tenure there. It's it's hard. It's hard to see guys who don't push themselves to that ultimate level. It's hard to see guys who accept losing as as just an acceptance. And you know, it's it's hard. It's very hard to to witness. It's very hard to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it literally makes you sick to your stomach. So I understand exactly where he's coming from because I was once in a situation like that when I got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I think you know my first two years there, we probably won two game, ten games in two years, and um, you know after every game, it was just a sickening feeling in my stomach. But I never ever wanted to get accustomed to losing, and I think that's what he's trying to get across to his teammates. Uh, I love Jamal Adams. I mean, he's the real deal since they drafted him. I've loved his attitude. He's a great player. You know, Antrello, here in New York, you're going to have two of the best safeties in the league with Adams and Landon Collins. Both those guys should be able to lead each of their defenses here to what I believe should be top defenses in the NFL this year. Well, you know, I'll speak on, I'll speak on Giants. I'm not going to say that about the Jets, but... Uh, <laughs> you, oh, well, you, because you don't like it or because you're not that familiar with their defense? I'm not. I'm not that familiar with their defense at all. Uh, okay. To be honest with you, but I feel like uh, you know, with the Giants, I think they they have a lot of key parts. You know, uh, Oakley coming there and helping out the middle is going to be a a huge fit for them. And uh, you know, I just feel like they have what it takes 
to be a dominant leadership. You know, there's still another question at the, the other corner position. There's still another question at the other safety position outside of Landon Collins. So, uh, you know, still a question about the linebacker position there. I know they're going to a 3-4 defense now. So, I mean, they, they have to go out there and prove themselves. They're going to have to go out there and take the respect because no one's going to give it to them. No, they were a great defense a couple of years ago, which they got to the playoffs based on that defense with no offense. Last year they fell apart. And it was a lot of chemistry issues too, Antrell. You talked about, you know, needing another corner. Well, how about Eli Apple? You think Eli Apple could get it turned around this year? We were dealing with so much off the field last year, and obviously it translated on the field. Maybe he could clear his head, get out there, and be the football player that the Giants drafted him to be. You believe in Eli Apple? Well, you know, I, I can't say that. Uh, I honestly can't say that I believe in Eli Apple yet because, uh, you know, he hasn't really shown me too much yet. Um, but I, I do believe in, uh, you know, giving chances, and I do believe that he has a chance to go out there and prove himself to be, uh, you know, a, a, a corner fit to be on the opposite side of Janoris Jenkins and to hold down his sport. Um, now, I think the guy has all the tools to go out there and be a, a dominant corner. I mean, he's, he has uh, I mean, an exceptional size. He has speed. He has the coverage ability. I just think that he needs to work on his technique and his craft a little bit more. I think that he needs to play the football a little bit more to be an elite corner and to obviously get turnovers so the offense can do what they do best, which is put the points on the board. That's a big key for Eli. Still, uh, still has to prove it as we chat with Antrell Roll. Uh, do you miss the, the spotlight, Antrell? You're always a big personality in this town, and you're willing to share your opinion, which uh, a lot of athletes are uh, lax to do. Do, do. do you miss being in the, the middle of it all? Yeah, you know, to be 200% honest with you, I'm really not a fan of the spotlight. Um, you know, I really never was a fan of anyone calling my name or screaming my name. Um, I just love playing the game, and I love getting my paychecks, you know, after the games. You know, other than that, you know, I, I miss playing a game and I love the sport, but as far as the spotlight, I can really care less about the spotlight. All right. Uh, Andre Roll, it's a pleasure having you on and thanks so much for sharing some time with us tonight. Oh, absolutely. Anytime.